What's up, coworkers? It's John, and you're listening to the We Used to Work Together podcast, a podcast about the ridiculous conversations the three of us, Scott, Brian, and myself, used to have when we worked together. This is our last episode in our season, A Decade in Review. We're doing a little scuttlebutt, a little pipping and popping around on the topics. You're going to hear a little bit about uh, my worst travel story ever. Brian is going to tell us about something, but I forgot what it was. We didn't write it down. Scott revives an old bit that didn't make the cut last time because it was too bad. And what's Brian going to do this time? Someone fill me in. Oh, he's going to try and talk about his favorite TV show, but we're going to play with Zoom backgrounds and completely distract him. Anyways, hope you enjoy the episode. Well, yeah. and with a with a perfect transition, here you guys go. Ready? Scuttlebutt. Scuttle, 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 scuttlebutt. There we go. See, now I can talk about anything so, I want. So, what is a scuttlebutt? Anybody hear anything? We got a thing. For I that. like it. I like, well, no, I would see, we had already played it, so I was just like giving us, you know, just a transition, but we've been on point with our drops and same wavelengths and stuff, so it fell well. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the We Used Regular Podcast. This is not Scott. This is John. What's up? Today's a scuttlebutt, and you know I'm the king of the scuttlebutt, so here we go. <laughs> a man who's getting a quarantine fro growing on, mustache still growing as well. Scott Lesser, what's up? So I wasn't sure if it was going to be me or Brian, because we both got a little stash, <laughs> a little bit of we're puffy hair. We're all a little hair. shaggy. Yeah, we're all looking real good. Yeah, I'm enjoying the opportunity to see how much absolute growth I can get on my beard, and it's not much. (laughs) And then, a man who has only cried three times in his life, once at his last soccer game as a senior, once when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and then again when watching Onward, Brian Kitchen. (laughs) How you doing? He knows. He knows. He does. Also, I must have posted this and forgot, because I thought, boy, he's nailing it. We we tagged our podcast for no reason in these things. Um, so tell me about Onward. I assume this is a movie. I don't even know what that is. Do oh, so your your kids must not be quite old enough yet. But <laughs> my kids, you have one young daughter who is of infant size. But yeah, so Onward is the newest Disney. Is it Pixar or is it just Disney? It's just Disney, right? Just the newest it's, Disney. It's Pixar. Right. Is it Pixar? Okay, I'm not sure. It's 3D, so I thought maybe it's Pixar, but I'm not sure. Anyway, it's the newest Disney movie to it hit the Pixar. market, Confirmed. and it was one of the uh, one of the movies that was supposed to release in theaters, and uh, because of all the Corona stuff, they they pushed it straight to Disney Plus, mm. and it's so good, <laughs> and it's sad, or it's emotional it, it is emotional more i mean it is sad it's basically if you haven't seen the 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 trailer for it it is these i just played a youtube video in my ears that was <laughs> i hit my space bar on accident hey try and, and stay had with a, us brian it had a mild heart attack uh but anyway i uh it is the it's the movie where these two elf brothers tried they get to their dad has died and they get to bring him back for one day oh you find this out in the first like 12 seconds or in the trailer but they try to bring him back and they get him back for one day but they accidentally do the spell wrong and they only bring back half of his body his lower half so only his legs 
It sounds really goofy in concept, but the whole thing is these two brothers who go on this journey to uh, essentially get the rest of their dad back before sundown so that they can talk to him. And I can't say it's got Chris got Pratt in it. Are you? It in? does have Chris Pratt. He is my favorite. Mm. Mm. But I can't well, get into too much details without spoilers. But I'm oh, buddy, it'll kill you. Well, speaking of big adventures, uh, how's quarantine life, boys? I mean, that was my quarantine life right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say similar to me. For me, it's just pretty much what stuff's out in theaters. I'm renting it at home. So I rented the uh, the Trolls 2 World Tour for $20, if you're not familiar with this, this uh, business Did you model. buy it or you rented it? What? Oh, oh, let me tell you what you get for $20. You get it for 48 hours. So <laughs> that is one thing that is maybe a pro from the theater is that you could your kids can watch it 100 times in those 48 hours. But, I mean, 20 bucks is... And yes, it is cheaper than going to the theater. So here's here's the like it's like what would you spend going to the theaters? If it's like me, my wife, two kids, snacks, you know, doing it upright, it's probably like eighty bucks for us to go to the theater. But that's gotta feel bad coming up against the like five ninety nine buy it on D V D that comes up later. Like oh, that's gotta sure, hurt. For sure. And the experience is not I don't have a theater type experience at home. I have a couch. Yeah. I don't have like theater darkening like I don't have like theater speakers. The popcorn is, you know, from the microwave. So I'd still pay the 80 to go see it one time, but just be more particular. Um, but I did rent well, two for $20. And Scott took you on the journey. Well, pause real quick. One, Scott spent 80 bucks going to the movies. My goodness. He's L I V I N. Uh, <laughs> number two. So how we, I I literally we looked at it we had heard it was coming out the new trolls we were like let's do it we gonna get it and we went and I saw the like twenty dollars I was like oh that must be to buy it and I could there's like a more ways to watch and I clicked on that and it was just more twenty dollar options <laughs> it was like who gets my twenty dollars though <laughs> and I I we decided we're not gonna do this we're not gonna do this and then that same exercise Scott just walked through was walked through with me and I was like you know what. It is like no, we are saving so much money right now because I can't do anything and we can't do anything. And I was like, let's make it an experience. And so we did. We made it a little experience and it was we dropped the 20 oh, and watched it and it was worth I it. I printed I printed movie tickets and told oh, them, like, that's so fun. The concession stand. Oh, they didn't care. They didn't. They lost those things. <laughs> they didn't care at all. I found them the next day. Don't like, you oh, guys want to cash in your, your Scott points? Don't Shut you up, remember you Scott dollar bucks? <laughs> no, Dad, you're just gonna give it to us anyway. <laughs> Bring me a refill. <laughs> so that's quarantine update for me. We've been in hardcore lockdown. We're not even ordering in food. And when Dang. something comes from an Amazon package, I put on gloves and I take it to the garage and it stays there for three days before it gets opened. That oh, is you don't even wipe so- it down. We'll wipe down groceries, but then I'll use gloves to like open the box and then remove the contents in a safe manner. That is, that is actually no. Then my wife would wipe it down. That is very, very JMO for sure. We had we had like three fevers come through the house within like a month before this all hit. So we were like, yeah, not again. <laughs> we ain't doing this <laughs> not again. Doing that. 
So yeah, we've the, we've officially pretty much run out of all the stuff to like sterilize things because we've been, yeah. we like you know first week of quarantine we're I mean we're spraying the knob after someone touches mm. it we're wiping yeah. down everything I'm wearing gloves when I'm going out to, to get checked the mail etc. But now all that stuff's gone, <laughs> and now's when it's even you know more prevalent in our community. And it's like, well, I wish we wouldn't have to use all the Clorox wipes in the first week. <laughs> I know, can't man. buy them anymore. Yeah. Oh, they're super sold out. Yeah. It's crazy. So this here is uh, what we like to call a scuttlebutt. Uh, what's hit us with the the drop, Scott? Okay. Looking for the scuttlebutt drop. I got him. So, what is a scuttlebutt? Anybody hear anything? So, scuttlebutt. what is a scuttlebutt? Anybody Part hear two. anything? <laughs> Nailed it. You're so good. Pros. Anyways, the scuttlebutt is the water cooler. It's the grab bag. Uh, it's reaching into the mailbag coming soon. Um, it's just a variety variety show. And me being the king of scuttlebutt, I could do a variety show every episode and still not have enough (laughs) time to go through all my content I want to talk about. Uh, But that's what we're doing today. So to kick us off, um, Scott, if you could start to prepare the fact check update. I I said something. You people need to educate yourselves. Myth. Three Americans every year die from rabies. Fact. Four Americans every year die from rabies. We this are is killing it with the drop timing. This is the episode said, we use so just to here's a, drop here's them off. Here's a peek behind the curtain of what happened. The first thing when you were like, Scott, why don't you hit me? I was ready for the fact check then. But then you're like, hit him with the scuttlebutt. Well, then I was like, oh, where's that? I was like, I am mm. not going to miss fact check when it comes around. And you're like, Scott, get ready for a fact check. And I was like, I'm already there. And instead of like <laughs> listening to you fully, I was just like... <laughs> Oh God. I don't know. We were just hitting drops. So. Ryan, you have to stop oh, I don't know how to stop it. Can't. <sighs> don't worry, guys. I saved us. <laughs> Anyways, for the three listeners that are still listening. <laughs> hi, Mom. <laughs> uh, I wanted to give a little update on uh, the uh, Census Watch 2020. Oh, yeah. So I said last time you'd get a fine and jail time. I looked it up, and I wanted to give a little correction to that, a little addendum. Uh, I found, based on the Oklahoma, or actually the, U, I can't remember which website it was. Either it was, I don't know if it's uh, nation, national base or Oklahoma base, but uh, based on the Sentencing Reform Act of 1984, it increased the minimum fines for not doing the sentence to $5,000. Noncompliance. <sighs> used to bring a 60-day prison sentence and a one-year prison term for false answers, but Congress struck those provisions in 1976. Um, So that's crazy. But no jail time, so so you're good, Scott. I just want to know how many people are actually getting jail time for it because there is no way. (laughs) So what do you imagine? No way (laughs) that everyone is. Documentary. Yeah, there is a huge amount of people. That aren't filling that out. Well, I've done it. I had JMO scared me straight on the last episode, I mean, and I filled it out within 24 hours. <laughs> you still got a $5,000 fine you could get. I mean, that's pretty serious. So here's my thing, and this also goes to that we talked about it last time. Hey, you guys already have probably a way of knowing this. Second thing we talked about is, hey, file taxes for us. Next thing is the stimulus checks, 
they're automatically coming. They're like, hey, we already got you. You're good to go because taxes, and we automatically have all your information, and we know how many people there are and how much money they make, so we're going to send everyone a check, and how, we already know how many kids you got. Oh, you this. guys already got that automatically? <laughs> hey, just file my 2020 taxes in the same way. This is what I was talking about, chat. Why were they able to... And also, it's a little bizarre that they did it that way because... Which way? Well, like, they're giving out money, right? Like, they're they're yeah. distributing wealth. Where And so you would think they would make that as difficult as humanly possible to obtain. But no, hey, no, we got you guys. No big Direct deal. Direct deposit. Oh, you didn't do we, your 2019 taxes yet? We got 2018. It's fine. We got something. We got something on file for you. We'll find They've been you. listening we'll, to the pod. We'll put in. We'll do the hard work on this one. Yeah, they've been, been listening, listening to the to pod. Ideas. They took yeah. But that, I mean, they like, intern Billy down at the IRS was like, yeah, could you query all the users and put them in these four brackets? It should take like 10 minutes and then just print that out and send it to Bob upstairs. <laughs> they like, also would be. <laughs> <laughs> so uh can i real hit quick. you with a little double name update f- story i got a quick fact check real quick can okay, i can it. i slide into those fact check dms yep we mentioned a couple episodes back about the game boy color what what colors they had what colors we had mm-hmm. um i mentioned that my brother had the the purple solid purple and mm-hmm. talked about that that was an odd choice for my parents to have gotten him um and two things from that number one we had a listener let us know that purple and atomic purple were the only colors that were available when it first launched and then they came out with the green yellow orange and i think like maybe coral or whatever Mm. so that's probably why my brother had purple second my brother let me know he hadn't even realized it but he had always grown up with purple being one of his favorite colors and he thinks he can trace it back to the game boy color being bought for him deep impacted him so Inception so much level. so that he was like well, i guess purple's my color i guess that's i'm a purple guy <laughs> so anyways just wanted wow. to update you on that Thank brian you. brian fell out of his chair on that one i hope he comes back i hope we can get him back well so i was <laughs> i was looking up i got curious while you were saying that i was like i wonder how much uh game boys sell for now and so I Googled it really quick, and it was please, very please unim- It was so just unimpressive, regular. I just bailed on it. I was like, ah, I wouldn't even bring that up. But <laughs> if, you have, one. if you have an original one, you can get $45 for it, chat. Well, that's not bad. That's not bad. I mean, that seems... I was, I was hoping for like, I don't know, 80 I'd have been like, ooh, am I selling mine? <laughs> <laughs> so now are you ready for the double, double name, name update, update story? Please. Okay. So remind be everybody. Me. All right. Be me, named John. Also exist, be my brother, named Jonathan. A different name. I'm not Jonathan, short John. It's just John. He's not John. He's Jonathan. Totally different names. It's a very normal thing to do to your children. <laughs> it's very normal. We're okay. We're fine. I'm looking it's it up bit- on Twitter. I think that you won, but we did oh, post yeah, a poll about it. Oh, yeah, there was a poll it. on this. I did, I did he, think we won, but it was close. He won. It was like 60 to 40, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Um, I made a lot of different accounts. But, so we had these <laughs> two names. John or Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> so, we have these names, and it's fine. And, as I mentioned in the previous episode where we talked about this, whichever one we did, uh, I think it was two episodes ago, sometimes other institutions confuse us for the wrong person. So, mm-hmm. 
be me, be sitting at my desk about a week ago, be receiving a text from my brother that says, did you authorize me for a new credit card? What face dot JPEG? I'm like, uh, no. And he says, well, do you, like, I see this card that has X balance on it. And I was like, that's weird. And then he's like, did ask Danielle, ask my wife, like, um, did we do anything with our credit card? I talked to her. She's like, no. And he's like, well, here's what I can see. And he puts the, like on the website, it shows the first 12 numbers and it's, those are my 12 credit card numbers. And I was like, okay. And so he goes into his settings at Chase Bank. Shout out, Chase. You're the worst. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested here on this security. Not a sponsor, by the way. Go to his. <laughs> Get at us, though. <laughs> yeah. Spirit but of we, no, matter w- no matter what John is about to say, we will literally take you as a sponsor. <laughs> we will okay. take money at any, any cost. Uh, he goes to his settings, and it says name, Jonathan Mosesman, uh, also goes by john mosesman and under his address is also my address as another one they're like so, this has got to be the same guy they merged accounts or something yeah so basically through algorithms 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 <laughs> chase decided to uh give my brother <laughs> or give me as my brother access to our credit card so super cool chase super super cool that's so wild. so okay, that's that is absolutely bonkers that your brother was able to see your credit card because of the similarity in your name. Well, and it would be like one thing to me if you guys were twins, maybe you know, similar socials. We live in different days. states. I know yeah, that's like, what, what are I'm they saying. Basing like, that on just I mean, it sounds like how? name. And that's the that's thing is like so insecure. If, that's the same. That's as bad as when I couldn't vote because Scott Lester wrote his name <laughs> on the roll sheet at the voting office was like no sign the wrong line they're like this super secure system's how we vote okay but i'm gonna come back to that card. i want to hear that have i but not yeah. told you that story oh i've how, heard the story that's good because i i don't think one of us called, i don't think one of us called support and the agent was like oh let me type in a nickname it was like something in their back end of systems is churning over data and being like oh this look at this missed account link we don't have let me just set this let me just apply this credit card to somebody else i don't know it's insane well and what a high stakes what a high stakes thing you know what i mean like because he was like dude get it right a minor amount of convenience if you get it wrong uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-oh well it's like he was like uh i think someone's trying to use my identity i think my credit card like i think my credit score is getting jacked like we thought it was going to be, I thought it was going to be a super big deal for him, right. but yeah. GG parents, well played. That's crazy. So tell me about this voting thing. Okay, so this was not the most recent president election. It's the one before that. So whatever that was, 2012, is that right? Um, so Sounds 2012, good. I'm at the my... I go to this very small town. So I'm in a small town, but for some reason I'm registered to vote in a even smaller, even smaller town that has like, I mean, a post office and a church. So anyways, but for some reason it's like the polling place near me. And so it gets very, very busy. Like it's not sizable for the like load that comes in. So I wait for hours on 
my for, to get my chance to vote. I get all the way to the front. I give them my ID. They open their binder. They find my name, and someone has already signed by my name. And so they, their first step is to accuse me of like voter fraud and saying, <laughs> trying to accuse me that I've already voted and tried to vote twice. I was like, I know I have not done that. I was like, I am don't even know what you're talking about. And they're like, well, you've already signed next to your name. You can't vote twice. And I was like, I haven't voted yet. I haven't signed next to any anything at all. So they the they bring over like an official person to like, hey, what are the rules here? And they look over it and I'm looking at the page and I notice the guy above me happens his name, so my name's Scott Lester. His name happens to be Scott Lester. So they it just turns out, and I couldn't argue it, but you can clearly see, like, it doesn't match my signature. You can pretty much see that, like, his name says, it says, like, he signed Scott Lester next to Scott Lesser. They wouldn't let me vote. So I did oh, not wow. get to vote. And I, tr- I had waited for a super long time. Also, hey, it's one of the, like, few, I mean, we got lots of rights, but it's, like, one of the big ones is the, you know, part of democracy where you get to vote. Uh, and they would not let me. And I got interviewed on the news for it, and I did a real bad interview where... Um, I talked too fast and I had too much saliva buildup. <laughs> sort of like where I had to just now swallow, but I didn't, I was too nervous. So I like talked for too long and too fast. And then I had to swallow really hard during the middle of it. And so I was like, yeah. And then when I got to the front, hey, wouldn't they told me that? And I was like, God, what a bad interview. <laughs> How did you uh, end so up yeah. on the news? Were you just because like, came, you just find the first guy of the camera? No, my boss at the time, his wife worked at a news station. So I came back to work and was like, listen to this absolutely frustrating story. And then he like told Mm -hmm. his wife, I was like, hey, I got a story for you to put on the news. And so they came and interviewed me. And she was really good at interviewing. She like kept asking me the same question, but in different ways until she got like a a clip of me saying what she wanted, kind of. You know what I mean? Because I like, I wasn't that like worked up about it i was a little bit like this is kind of funny but then she asked it enough times different ways that she ended up getting one of me being like this is i'm irate about it i'm gonna lose my mind and i was like when i saw the interview i was like what <laughs> i wasn't that mad so i was like i can't imagine like anytime i'm watching reality tv or even like news clips i'm like how many times did they ask that person a question before they got the cl- the cut they wanted you know chat you might be listening you might be listening and going boy i want to see that clip Know that my only goal between now and the time it is out this there. Airing, it's out there it's for finding sure. That clip, and I I know who interviewed him, so I'm at least on on yep. my way. Yep. Brian, I would love you forever if you found that. Oh, <clears throat> I'm I'm cringing because I can literally see my big old flat bill hat. I can see me just swallowing the biggest like two second long pause because I go. That, and that that's all i need for the drop that's all i need for the drop <laughs> big old gulp <laughs> okay somebody <laughs> help <laughs> so here's another random one i'm just gonna go with it's scuttlebutt welcome welcome aboard. Yeah, welcome so this is the format related to interviews and brian crying at things brian i got on a youtube trail and i ended up watching uh some kind of best ofs from a show that I think you're a big fan of is called The Voice slash American yes. Idol slash America's Got Talent. Yes, kind of. Question number one, you ever cried at that bad boy? I oh, haven't. You? I haven't. Oh, like there's some, there's on. some, there's some good stories. Uh, there's some that'll, that'll hit you, but I, there's something about 
this is the part of me that is dead a little bit is like i i legitimately cannot remember watching a performance and being like oh like like moved in like a deep way like mm. i mean they're they're meaningful and the people's stories are meaningful but i can't like nothing really rings as man uh, we need some kind of flow chart for what makes brian we cry. do <laughs> it i is don't weird. know it, it is weird <laughs> It is really weird. So my wife and I, we always joke about how it is. It's stupid things. It's stupid things. And I wish I knew what we were watching not long ago that I, I get chills. So I get like actual like or goosebumps. Right. So like mm-hmm. I get goosebumps on my arms and it will just be, you know, my wife is just chilling on her phone or whatever. And there's some like sporting thing on. And then, you know, the the underdog kid, the whole, you know, team the, manager gets to play. Yeah, he, and he he sinks the shot or whatever, and I'll I'll put my arm over to Taylor and I'll go goosebumps, and she's just like, I can't, why, I can't, I can't comprehend. And then, so, you, good. Oh, I was just going to say, and then, you know, something actually sad or heart-wrenching happens, and I'm just like, well. Performances get me, and I think it's because I have a musical background, but, like, those clips when it's, like, the kid who's, you know, down on his luck, barely making it through, or has some type of, like, if the kid's, like, blind or something else, and then, like, when they start doing their thing and the audience goes crazy, that, like, gets me almost every time but the reason i wanted to bring it up brian uh and hopefully this is not spoilers or dream crushing for anyone apparently those shows are like pretty fake from what i've read on the internet uh, mm. yeah I don't, I don't know if they're fake but they're like over dramatized for sure like so some things that i read was that they won contestants have to show up at 6 a.m and some of them don't leave until 9 p.m a lot of time waiting outside. So they're in like a fragile mental, physical state. And he said that sometimes they will pre-record audience reactions so they can play whichever one they want for the thing. Or like if they basically saying like they know who's going to be good. They scouted these people. They know they're going to do. Because I was watching these ones where someone would sing something and like, you know, Simon Cowell, the big, the major guy would like stop them and be like, do you have another song? He sings something else, and then it's like amazing. And I was like, "Wow, that's that's amazing that he could like see the potential in this guy." And then people were starting to say like, "They scout these people. They know." And then I started to see it where it's like, it feels it, it very least feels very produced, and it kind of lost some of the magic. Well, th- that's that's why the the biggest part of all those shows and the parts that they drag out the longest now is not the live show; it's the like on the voice, you know, they spend like three months or whatever showing the auditions and showing the battle rounds and showing all that because you can craft whatever story you really want, like in the best way. They know they know who's getting, you know, on the live show. So they know yeah. who to really pump up and, you know, stuff like that. So uh, what you're describing, though, America's Got Talent is is the biggest culprit of that. Uh, but I don't. I guess for me, I look at it and maybe it's like rawest form and I'm just like, it's just editing. Like it's, 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 they're creating a story and they're doing it how they want. But like one of the craziest things, so this is super random. I met one of the guys that was on one of those shows 
um, he is like really good friends with uh, one of my good friends. And on the show, the uh, the song that was really popular at the time was Sexy and I Know It, that like, I'm sexy and I know it. And he was like this really good looking guy, you know, and was fit and all this stuff. And when he came out, they like played that Describe music. to us. I just did. <laughs> I know that Scott liked that. Uh, but What were his eyes like? And, and his eyes were like the sun of four moons. I don't know. Four moons you of a sun. grind it out. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my goodness! We'll uh, see if yeah. that makes the edit. <laughs> Maybe I'm sweating. Just I'm sweating. Makes the edit. <laughs> yeah, I'll get to the end. Basically, in a nutshell, they. Can you get Brian talking Game Boy Color? You talk the voice. He goes on for thirty minutes. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, feeling self-conscious, so I'll put a pin in it and just say they made him look like a huge jerk, and he was actually okay. a super nice guy, but because he wasn't going to be on the show, they just, they needed a character. So that's how they made him. Yeah. So there's one he, that I saw. When he this, saw it, was he like, Oh, that wasn't my experience at all. You know what I mean? So the, like, he, he was it's like kind of what Jamo was saying. Him. They, they, they led him to a place where he would sound that way. Like they led him yeah. to a spot that would make him answer questions in a way that were not flattering. Hmm. Yeah. There's a guy that I saw that, he did. He's doing this like, it's like an. You ever seen the like ancient monk like throat singing where they can have like the harmonics where they have like four different. They're singing four different mm-hmm. notes or two different notes at one time. Yeah, you're talking Halo. <laughs> uh, kind of, but obviously very hard to do, very skill intensive. And then, the one of the judges just immediately starts bashing him and like hypes up the audience to start booing and like they just basically trash that guy when it's like. If you knew anything about music, that's very hard to do. It's not amazing. Like, it's not going to make the crowd go crazy like a sweet, you know, song. But it was like, that's kind of, that's kind of a crummy thing to do. Right, right. Well, who's I'll, gonna, uh. Who's going to plug I'll, some plugs? Wait, what? Oh, we, oh man, I was, I scrolled all the way down here to episode content. I had just skipped plugs. But Scott, you want to set me up? Done. <laughs> hey, chat. <laughs> How you guys doing? It's me, Brian. Mr. Plugs a lot, Sir Plugs a lot. Scott, what's another name for me? Plugabilly. No. Plugabilly. Plugabilly that. Rock. <laughs> if you are not already following us over there on the We Used to Work Together Twitter, trust me, you need to be one to two tweets every month coming at you hot and fresh <laughs> Mostly off the press. turn is it? I think it was mine. <laughs> I've asked that a few times. Uh, but if you want to jump on over to Twitter and follow us at We Used to Podcast, you can also email any of your questions at fans at we used to work together.com. I know on this show we're going to be asking one of those questions. And no matter where you are listening, Drop us that five-star rating and leave us a review. I should have grabbed a review to read on the show, but know that they're there and know that they're delicious. Also, <laughs> patreon.com slash reuse. Nope. <laughs> patreon.com <laughs> slash work together. Nailed it. And I will say we did have some special Patreon content set up, but the old, old Rona kind of shut down us getting together so true tbd tbd on when that happens 
which I will actually. So I I tried to keep it short and simple on the Patreon, but guess what? Now I'm not. Uh, <laughs> Set so again. there is exclusive content that we drop on our Patreon account that actually, I think I can say this. If not, this is why I edit the episode. I can just cut it out. But we will be dropping some of our Patreon content as one of our episodes very soon. Ooh. Good plug. This solid plug section. So, uh, speaking of mailbags, should we uh, reach in there, see what comes out? Let's do it. Let's do it. Reaches into mailbag. Um, <laughs> I wish I could take back that pantomime. Uh, <laughs> so, we should had a handful of questions come in um, during this season. And this one's not even necessarily specifically related to our last season on the decade, but... Uh, I thought it was a good one, and I know that, John, you had a thought on it, so I wanted to to bring it back to us. Um, question for the crew. What is your best flight-slash-airport story? That I literally hate flying so much, and that I went to New York one time, and there was the worst turbulence of my life, and I have not recovered. That's it. Do you, do you take any kind of... Because I have a, a family member who... Oh, it's actually a family member of Brittany's, but uh, she gets so much anxiety about flying that she has to take like sleeping meds essentially to knock her out when she gets onto a plane because she can't can't handle it. I have done that before, but it messes me up too much. I, it's literally one of those things where I just force myself to go like, I mean, you're gonna like it's really bizarre because I understand how safe they are, right? And the number of facts and all the data you can drop on me, whatever. It, it's I can't help the anxiety though it's super bizarre and I'm not gonna get into it here but I just tough through it and it sucks and I know I'm not gonna look forward to it I know I'm gonna have anxiety and that's the way the cookie crumbles because <laughs> I feel like essentially I feel like I am Jay-Z flying even from like OKC to Dallas I'm like is <laughs> everybody status. looking at me because I'm is everybody kind of paying attention like look at this guy going to fly wow can't believe it like <laughs> we were flying constantly all day every day and I still am like this is pretty important <laughs> well I'm I'm going to Disney World with my entire family later this year and even just thinking about it right now gives me anxiety hmm. so this is lit I'm said. enjoying it uh, no you're said. not Brian <laughs> hey September we moved it that's a little hey, update for you. We have a trip planned, planned in massive quotation marks now to Germany in September. So hopefully we both going on that trip. Ooh, wow, that's a bold. But I'm every week my wife's like, "What's the chance?" And this week I said, uh, "40, 60, 40, probably going, 60 not going." So was 50 50. We'll see. <laughs> so I have two terrible flight stories. I'll give them both in brief. One of them is part of a longer Iceland trip story, which was insane. But uh, one of them, I was luckily luckily young enough to not remember the experience, but I remember being in it. I don't remember the individual pieces. We were on a plane that was heading back into Oklahoma uh, when there was a tornado happening at the airport. Why were and they so, still on the plane? Uh, well, we were like in the air approaching the airport when there's a tornado nearby and we ended up circling the airport for like 30 45 minutes insane turbulence like most of the plane was throwing up people are screaming my aunt shout out my aunt from the back yells 
I need a parachute. No, what are you? I'm not kidding at all. She heard she got broken. She She, like broken. She wants better. And I remember us circling and circling. I would panic so much if someone yelled out the plane. Going down, it's so Dude, that. I couldn't. I couldn't. I, I don't think this affected it, but shortly after, I guess they found an opening and we dove hard to the ground. I mean, like, oh smash landed that thing, ran inside into like the bathroom or whatever, like the tornado protective area the thing was. Yeah, that was insane. I kind of kept myself lucky to not remember the individual like feelings of that. Because I prob that was probably like a once in a lifetime event that I'll never have to live through that I don't remember, so that's probably good. Uh, my second terrible story is a few years ago, Danielle and I were going to go on a trip to Iceland, and two days before we go uh, to leave, Danielle is in a car wreck, not a serious one, mm. um, but totals her car, uh, and like her neck is hurting, and like you know normal car stuff, and I was like, mm, we're about to go in two days to another country. We're going to be a four-hour bus ride out of the major city, hiking on a trail with, like, basically cabins every 10 miles. Like, let's go get you checked out. So, we get her, go get her checked out. Seems Everything seems fine. Uh, she's, like, throwing up that night. Well, she's, she was throwing up that uh, day, which was like, that doesn't sound good. Like, head pain plus throwing up seems real bad. Let's get that checked out. She's fine. We get to the airport. Usual stuff, flights delayed, make it to DFW, we're supposed to leave there to go to Iceland. Um, I eat in the Oklahoma City airport a Tucker's onion burger. You guys a fan of mm. Tucker's? Love Just real Tuckers. quick, I'm assuming this is going to be hashtag not an ad again. Uh, not an ad. I can never eat those ever again because... Oh, no. So my wife's uh, stomach pain throwing up that she was having a couple days ago, turns out... That was not car accident related, and that was a stomach virus that I now have. And let me tell you this. If you've ever thrown up in an airport bathroom, it's not a good time. And I'll add <laughs> on top of that. never a good time anyway. So. I also had one of the biggest beards I've ever had going into that trip so I could look like an Icelandic dude. Also not a good time. So I'm in extreme stomach pain. I'm throwing up every 30 minutes in the airport bathroom. We've got a five-hour layover before we do this overnight flight to Iceland. Brian, you were going to say something? Oh, I, I just wanted to clarify. You kept saying airport, but I was thinking, it gets worse, right? Like, doing this on an airplane would be ten times worse. Oh, then I get on the airplane, and once <laughs> we get up in the air, I'm throwing up in the airplane bathroom. It's midnight. So, we get pause. Pause. Because I legit the the mathematics of you giant in an airplane bathroom already that's that's like hard to like imagine now it's not great you somehow getting down and like because when you're standing up you're just taking up just the vertical space that's tight it's tight in an bathroom, <laughs> airplane bathroom well you i'm obviously be, hunching I'm not standing yeah, so straight you're just up like in an airplane standing like hunt like you couldn't get down into a proper like throw up position even it's not great Sorry for everyone that's listening that doesn't want to hear this. Well, I'm also that thinking sucks. about how many people, how many vacations were ruined because of you. Remember that guy? Well, that just... so here's, oh, no, I forgot the best part. We're sitting there on the plane. Best I'm part. So, <laughs> the, not the second best part. 
I'm sitting on the plane and I'm, I'm like telling Danielle, like, honestly, I don't even really want to go on this trip. Like I feel so bad. Like if we missed all of our reservations, I would be okay with that. I feel absolutely terrible. Dang. We're waiting. We wait 45 minutes to take off. Then the girl in front of me or to a couple seats in front of us apparently is super high, super drunk, throws up on the, all on the seat in front of her. We have to go back to the place you get on the airplane from our position in the runway to let her, no. and she gets forcibly removed. She did not want to get removed. We take off. We get in the air. I'm throwing up. We're three hours into a six-hour flight, and they come on over the intercoms and say, sorry, passengers, our computers have crashed. We have to turn around and go back. What? Huh? Yep. We cannot we cannot traverse the ocean with our computers down. We have to go back to DFW. So we turn oh around. Oh my gosh. And How go far in back. the flight was that? Three hours in a six hour flight. We were halfway. Oh my god. Guys, you got this. <laughs> you got it. Just kinda get we, to the other side. <laughs> just keep it so we make it back. Uh I'm still in incredible pain. They we wait to get our stuff. We wait to, they're supposed to give us like they give us like hotel coupons. They're supposed to reimburse our flight. Hashtag they didn't because American Airlines never reimburses anything. <laughs> not, that's not a sponsor. Also so, not a sponsor. Just clearing <laughs> that up. We, we go back to our brands. hotel. Go back to our hotel. It's now 2 or 3 a.m. Danielle is calling all of our reservations to be like, hey, remember those hotels we booked? Uh, we're going to be a day after all those. Can we do that? Can we get a refund? Hashtag you can't. Thanks, Expedia. Not a sponsor. <laughs> so I'm in <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm in terrible pain. I managed to squeak out a couple hours of sleep. Danielle basically stays up the whole night trying to move our reservations. Uh, and the trip gets more interesting from there, but I'll stop there and save it for another time. Okay, real quick. I, well, I want to continue to talk about yours and just mention that I have a flight story that seems so much vanity now, <laughs> my complaint. <laughs> but, John, the fact that they got that far and the maps, they were like... We can't do it. We got to go because they still had to fly hours back, right? Why not yeah, just? Stop, can you not stop it? So like New York? Can you not stop yeah, in like, Charleston? You, exactly. We got to go all the way back, yeah. Dallas. <laughs> like what? We were basically like probably at the edge of the United States, and we couldn't have stopped anywhere in any so, of those cities with airports. My son will, and my daughter does this to an extent too. But my son will do this thing that drives me crazy, where we'll be doing something, and then like. He'll get very anxious about us not having done a certain step correctly in the process. He's like, "We gotta start it over. We gotta drive all the way back home. We can't. We we got to do this thing." Oh, no. And we're like, "Bud, we can't. Like, we're not going all the way back home. It doesn't make any sense to do that." That's what they did when they saw the maps went out. No, <laughs> no, we gotta go all the way back. We cannot. It's like, could we maybe do something else? Can we just kind of fly towards? I mean, we've got. We still have like other parts of the, of the plane working. No, gotta gotta go all the way back. Get a new one. Yep. So I'll I'll summarize that trip as the most beautiful and insane landscape and visuals like I've ever seen. One of the coolest experiences, but the absolute worst travel problem. Like the entire way, just travel problems out the wazoo. To be continued. Well, let me give you mine. This one's not that. This one's pretty average. But my wife and I, our first trip away from the kids. We had never like outside of like a single overnight been away from the, our kids very long and they were a couple years old at this point 
and we decided to go to Chicago. And so as part of that, we were trying to maximize like every part of, we were flying in as early as possible, and then on our return flight, flying back like late in the day. So trying to maximize the amount of time that we were in Chicago. So as part of that, we had my parents come and like stay at our house, and then we slept on the couch so that kids could like sleep in their beds and then wake up, and then they wouldn't have to like, wouldn't have to take them like really early to go to their grandparents' house. So we go to the airport at like, three in the morning fly from OKC to Dallas Dallas to Chicago we're supposed to get into Chicago like in the morning we get to Chicago and it's so foggy it's so foggy that they cannot land and we fly around Chicago for more than an hour just in the air circling waiting for the fog to lift enough to land can't have to fly to Iowa to land and refuel we land in this like i'm talking tiny airport (laughs) like it's not even you don't get out there's like just a few private jets that's it and we refuel we sit there for hours then fly back into chicago Mm. now everyone's delayed so you don't just fly into chicago you fly into chicago and fly around for hours and wait to land we get there late afternoon now we're trying to make (laughs) oh what do we want to grab as dinner plans because we're freaking tired let's just get to bed so we, instead of getting to maximize the first day where it's like we're landing we're grabbing breakfast at this place we're going here we're grabbing lunch it was yeah. like i'm freaking tired let's like postmates dinner let's get go to sleep we've been on a plane for like 10 12 hours it sucked so dude that's one of my it's not I, nearly as bad but god when stuff doesn't work out it can be so frustrating i hate the process of traveling part of it because airplanes are and cars are incredibly tiny for the space that they give you and that just makes everything all the things that are annoying makes it like that much worse when like you're asking the person in front of you to not like that noise you hear popping that's my knees when you lean your seat back can you please not do that (laughs) so man here 12 hours on a plane would make me never fly for the rest of my life i think it was so we're just like we were just like our brains were the parachute yeah, it was just like, not the, I mean, talk about being excited to go fly, and then by the end of it, it was like, I hate flying. <laughs> no, I just want to thank you guys, because you've done nothing for my anxiety. <laughs> are you feeling better now? <sighs> but, hey, those are, those aren't the average experience, Brian, so. So, thanks for that question. Thanks for the listener question. Well, yeah. and with a, with a perfect transition, here you guys go. Ready? Scuttlebutt. Right scuttle, 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 There we go. See, now I can talk about anything so, I want. So, what is a scuttlebutt? Anybody oh. hear anything? We got a thing for I that. like it. I like it. Well, no, I would see we had already played it. So, I was just like giving us, you know, just a transition. But mm, we've been on point with our drops and drop. same wavelengths and stuff. So, yeah, it fit well. Uh, so there was one thing that I wanted to bring up on this episode that was actually related to this season, which was, do you guys remember on episode two, the entertainment episode <laughs> when <laughs> I, I only talked about movies and literally nothing else? Mm. Yes. That was good, huh? That was neat. Well, this isn't really that far. Was that the IMDB sh- debacle? That was the IMD debacle for show. And I think you guys uh, found out about how average my taste is in movies. But there is – so when they take a movie and instead of putting it into an hour and a half or two hours, they break it out over maybe, I don't know, 10 hours, 20 hours or so, and then they break it down into smaller bite-sized pieces, what that becomes is a TV show. Tiny movies. (laughs) 
Uh, and so there was a couple of of big time, like my favorite TV shows of all time, either released or uh, I consumed in the last decade. And so I'll quickly hit mine. I want to know yours. And then I'm going to hang on one in particular. Number one, one of my favorites from the last decade, Breaking Bad. So insanely good. Also, so here's what you guys can't see. We're a we're a, we're a audio <laughs> podcast. I am we're currently using Zoom right now. Hashtag not a sponsor. We will talk positively about them, unlike our other hashtag, hashtag not a Um, I'm just gonna even skip the whole front half of this. I'm just gonna cut right into it because the memes are too good right now. <laughs> Basically, Breaking Bad, Sherlock, great shows. But Scott at work introduced me to literally the greatest television series of all time, any genre, doesn't matter. It's called The Office. Don't add him. This podcast, what you guys don't know, was almost an Office podcast. I just couldn't. Still still could be. (laughs) Still could be. Well, except for now there's The Office ladies who do it ten times better than we ever could. (laughs) But what you guys aren't seeing on video right now is that Scott is now sitting at the interview uh, spot, you know, when like Stanley's in the background, that's where Scott is. And J-Mo has Dwight floating on his face and here, and now he's in like a 3D animated. Oh Oh, my goodness. There's prison Prison. Mike in this. Are you serious? It's got prison Mike and Dwight. Anyway, talk to me about the office, Scott. Do you like it? Do you not? I mean, we had an episode on The Office on this podcast, so if you want to know my official takes on The Office, go back and listen to episode 27. I made that up. I don't know what episode it was. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. I can rewatch it and rewatch it and rewatch it and rewatch it. It never gets old. Um, I'm listening to the podcast where they're rewatching it, and then I rewatch the episodes that they just talked about so I can relive what they just talked about, reliving <laughs> what I already had watched it before. So the so, amount of office I can I can take is unlimited. I don't know if you guys know this, but I actually so I watched when I very very first started watching The Office maybe 3 or 4 years ago. Uh I watched it all the way through didn't miss a single episode. And then basically between then and and maybe 3 months ago, it was just always on. You know, doing folding clothes, office, going to bed, background music, office, you know. Right, exactly, but I didn't exactly. really watch it. Or I maybe missed an episode here or there. And so about three months ago or so, I literally started watching every single episode. And if I would miss one, I would go back and rewatch. And like two days ago, I finished my second full. And when I say full, I mean even... I mean, this is a hardcore spoiler, but hopefully you guys know this. But even after Michael Scott left, I kept watching... (laughs) What happens mm. after that? They kept going. So here's what's crazy about it is when I'm doing my like replay stuff, I always go back. I always go back after that point and Same. just start back Same. from the beginning. Dude, I legitimately, there was like things I didn't remember at all. Like I could not remember how stuff happened or went. But anyway, The Office is so good. So La one thing that Danielle told me today is they're doing uh, Zach Braff and the other guy that I forget his name, they're doing like a Scrubs re yes. office ladies style thing. Is that like the new thing? The like, hey, I our think thing was off- really popular. We're going to break it down again. Yeah. And I think it's brilliant. 
I think it's brilliant. I mean, it like it really did. So I was telling somebody about this, maybe Scott. Like I've been listening to the Office Ladies, and like they're they're fine hosts. They're you know nothing special, but like they have just content and knowledge that literally oh, yeah. no one else has. Yeah, and so it's, just the, it's like the it's like DVD commentary times ten. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. And I mean, they're like, you know, texting Steve Carell asking him questions or whatever. It's 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 just next level. Yeah. I still haven't gotten into it just cuz I've the thing that with the quarantine and being remote and then now being quarantine remote, like mm-hmm. my days like Danielle and I take turns working full-time and watching our daughter. And so like I have zero like all my time is filled. So I'd have I used to have a commute to listen to podcasts. Don't have pod, don't have a commute anymore. Now it's like right. no, my my free time is from seven thirty to nine, <laughs> and it's like not listen to a podcast. For sure, my podcasting has cut down a ton. Why are we even filming or recording this right now? That's yeah, my no question. No one's going to hear this until post pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have a nice library for them. Now we even cars and trumpets. Is that I need it? Help. I need help. What was this drop? Is that it? Is this that new? Was it. That was it. I think I had uh, originally. You had cut it down. Period. Yeah, I cut it down. Um, that is the song I wish grandpas never died. Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. Get, we're back. From Riley Green. <laughs> I'm back. So, I'm round back. Two. For our listeners, that's the first time you've heard this drop. And that that is a signal <laughs> that we're about to talk wish.com. For Brian and John, this is the second time they've heard that drop because the first time it was, uh, we to use a, an airplane pun, we crashed and burned. Um, so... <laughs> We're gonna try Some of again. us have anxiety, Scott. Easy with the crash and burn references. <laughs> no, not you. You would never do that. You would never do that. <laughs> okay. But my okay. bit on Wish.com did. So here's what I got for you guys. I've been collecting some Wish.coms. Uh, wish.com. Wow, did I say like a dad? Wish.coms. Um, wish.com uh, push notifications that I've been getting um, and have made me smile so much that I've saved them. Um, for, for those of you that aren't familiar, Wish.com is uh, pretty much a <clears throat> not official market for knockoff products of cool stuff. So, oh, hey, do you like getting uh, the Office swag? Don't buy it from NBC. Buy it from Wish.com and get a World's Best Boss mug for $1 delivered. Um, also, oh, if you on. put a hot coffee in that mug, it will disintegrate. So. That's what I was gonna say. So, so these are like definite knockoffs. And the one of the funniest things was it you, Scott, that was telling me about the Lego thing that was like Slegos yes. or or teenage <laughs> middle age mutant Ninja got, turtles. We got some Scooby Doo Legos from there. Sorry when my son listens to this uh, many years in the future. We got some Scooby Doo Legos from there, and Scooby was spelled S K O O B Y. But don't they offer? Like, because so you sent us in the original take of this bit, you sent us the website and you sent us some links <coughs> to check out these things. Uh, it ended up going wildly off the rails, even more than normal, because those links went to like very inappropriate items and it was not what you were sending us to. Yeah, that was, but I don't know what happened there. <laughs> they, but they say like, I mean, they have like <coughs> iPhones, iPads, like how they, they advertise 
like an iPad, but you're saying it's a knockoff iPad? It will be like, yeah, it was not an actual one. Um, Everything is not, everything is made from like, maybe in the same factories and stuff, um, Mm. but it is not all the same quality. Well, I'm sure it's like, so so I spent some time in China when I was in high school and they literally took us to... Yeah, it was uh, pretty dope. That could be did a story you fly for another day. There? I did. I was not afraid of flying. I had not had the New York flight experience yet. Oh, okay, I didn't realize that uh, turned you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a one flight ruined all flights for all of eternity. So, real quick, but, Brian, when you were on that New York flight, you were going with friends of some kind. It was actually just me. Uh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, I was with a friend. One friend. There was one friend with me. Were you just? playing it the coolest out of cool during that time or are you like I, I mean i think i am but my body is not my body was deceiving sweaty me in a great way because i was sweaty out of 10 and it's also where i learned the term white knuckling which mm. is i was gripping the seat so tight that mm. my hands were like ghost white i learned that from baseball Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> look at look at Jay-Mo. Oh, white knuckle in the bat. Sorry, go ahead, continue. Anyway, all I was right. gonna say is they literally took us to a place where you could buy knockoff like tech like tech gear, and it was like it was like the skin like the wrap. So it would be like a it would be an iPhone shell, but the tech and like the screen is the worst it's like a neopet <laughs> yeah it's it's so bad so i bet that's what you get from wish.com transition back to well, scotty like, wish i i bought a gym bag from there and it's a pretty trendy cool gym bag if i may say so i don't go to the gym but i got a cool gym bag uh the bag it looks cool but the leather you can just or the material you can just tell it's like it's got a certain like odor to it that won't go away of like mm. Not leather, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it says Adidas on the side. It's <laughs> accident in like a different spot. It's got four stripes. Um, okay, <laughs> here it comes. So this is the first push notification I'm sending you guys. And what? So let me say before I drop this, the things that amuse me about this are twofold. One, the push notification text. Pay attention to the text that comes through. Two, uh, pay attention to the. Uh, like actual images in the push notification that I screenshot. So these are push notifications from Wish trying to get me into the app that have uh, amused me. So here comes the first one. Um, This one says, let me pull it up. It says, everyone wants one? Question mark. (laughs) 70% discounts on touch watches and fitness tracking watches today. So part one, I like the question mark. Everyone wants one? I don't know. We don't <laughs> We don't know. You tell us. The next part is look at the screenshot. The screenshot, so it's like a scrolling thing going by when you look at the like preview image on the push notification. It's all headphones. Those aren't touch watches. watches. Those are not fitness tracking watches at all. So I just love that they're like, ah, we don't know, guys. So that's, <laughs> that's number one. Here comes the next one. This is uh, number two, and I only have three of them, so just bear with me. This is number two. Number two, the push notification says, they hear you, 80% on exhaust and muffler modifiers for your car or motorcycle. Then, screenshot is of tablets and phones and, like, I don't know, a projector? Um, So, 
Number one, great push notification. They hear you. <laughs> this is like if you if you went in PowerPoint and you were like, we need a slide to run in the paper. Use every font and every image from the internet <laughs> in the 90s that you can find and put it on this thing. Leave no I mean, there's space. some stuff on here that I can't even like identify. Like, what am I seeing? I mean, it's got like touch control, Bluetooth 3D icon. Like, this is well, wild. I don't think you did the text justice either because it says negative 80%, 80%. That also on, amuses me. On exhaust. Sometimes the whistles it says go, that. woo woo. <laughs> woo woo. Else only in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now get ready for my favorite one. This quote is quote of the week of the century right here. Strap in for this push notification. It says in quotes, Buy three hats, <laughs> and you'll love at least one. Oh, no. That's how I shop on Wish. <laughs> 80% off all hats now. The That's screenshot. so good. The screenshot is a bucket hat with a marijuana leaf on it, and the other hat option is a Trump 2020 with camouflage. So the screenshot obviously is great, but the quote is amazing. Number one, who's the quote from? When they say, <laughs> buy three hats, you'll love at least one. That's Someone how I shop on Someone who left three stars out of five. <laughs> they like saw that review and they were like, that's not bad. That's not a that's bad review That's the best thing someone's written on this site. Let's, let's see. You, we guarantee you will love so one of the three you purchased so much you'll be back for more. So go ahead and buy. Listen, you're going to have to buy at least three and you'll love at least one. Okay? We've so, done the math. That's how I shop on Wish. That is really uh, good. This, so these, this reminds these me of amusing. somebody who just knows their market. Where they're like, look, it is what it is. You're going to like some of this stuff. You're going to like none of it. They're dishonest. They're dishonest. It's minus, minus 80%, so get in here. Well, this time they at least said 80% off instead of negative 80% on the item. Anyway, yeah. Right. It's solid. Can so, I... That's uh, a update for you guys. Can I update our audience on a terrible habit that Scott has that's gotten him in trouble more than one time? Chewing my nails? No. You want to take Keep going, Scott. Keep going. Give me two more guesses. Picking my nose? Nope. It involves the things you say. Swallowing? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a new one today. (laughs) (laughs) Scott, you have a problem. And your problem. Is abbreviating. Oh, oh! It's not a. It's this, not a problem. It's a gift. It's, it's a pandemic. This is, this of is its getting own. me in trouble with my wife. If I may, we're we're struggling recently. All my abbreviations, she's like, "What are you talking yeah. about?" And I'm like, "I have to explain it." And then it ruins so, the reason for abbreviating. This throws us all the way back to I think the origin of when we used to work together, of all the dumb games and things we did, I think this is the very start. Because if I remember correctly, you walked into our office and you said, guys, I have a problem. I just sent my wife this text. Apparently, our son loves apps. And what you meant to say was, apparently our son loves apples. So you abbreviated the word apples to apps. And this kicked off a game called If Scott Abbreviates... More than five things in a week, we get to throw a hacky sack at him. Do you, you know, I don't even this? remember this. I do not I, remember this. I am. It is coming back to me as JMO is explaining. I abbreviated that much that far back. That's like 
10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so I want to, that's, I mean, there's Help. endless stories there. Here's, I want to give us, uh, I want to read to our listeners. <laughs> I want to read to our listeners something that happened this last week. It's uh, quoting Scott here from our group text. Also, yesterday in Lowe's, <laughs> I said very loudly to my wife, <laughs> let's find some beaners. <laughs> we were looking for some carabiners, and I said it without even thinking. Amazing. <laughs> the amount of, so number one, it was, uh, we were supposed to be practicing social distancing, but we were picking up some gardening stuff, hashtag non-essentials, um, and <laughs> we... Needed to get some carabiners to fix uh, some swings on our swing set. And then we'd gotten our our gardening stuff. And I said, I, and I was like, all right, I know what's next. Got to get the carabiners. But I don't want to say, let's get some carabiners. It's more fun to shorten things. So I shouted, let's get some beaners. <laughs> and as I said it, I wanted to like crawl onto a shelf and blend in. I wanted to leave right then and there. I was like, I'm pushing the cart light speed. I'm not looking around. Oh man, I did not want to relive that. <laughs> I'm sure we'll have more of those. I just wanted to establish the habits. Yeah, it's good. It's good. So we can circle back to that. Yeah, yeah. Well, anything else as we? Yeah, I've I've got close something. up our scuttlebutt. I've got something. Um, so we talked about video games last decade, and what we tried to do was to talk about. Uh, video games in the last decade, but really we use that as a springboard just to talk about video games. So we're talking to more about video games. I've talked about in the Classic. past that uh, the first game that I ever got in trouble for playing too much was Final Fantasy VII because I was lying about my homework. I was hiding homework that I came home with and saying, no, I don't have any homework. Got it all done at school today. And then I played Final Fantasy VII until my like brains fell out. And then eventually my parents discovered a lot of homework I'd been hiding and I got in a lot <laughs> of trouble. It was the the biggest grounding I had had up until that point. Well, they have remade Final Fantasy 7 and uh, a coworker is letting me borrow their PS4 so I can play the game and number 1, I have not yet not done my homework. I have been a good boy and only played it late in the evenings. Um but something that happened during the game. So uh, in the old game, it was all text-based. There's no there's no dialogue, like, uh, audio happening. So all the characters, you know, it's an RPG, so it's like, Barrett says these things, Cloud says this thing. Um, well, in this one, all of the dialogue, for the most part, all the dialogue is, like, actual, like, guys talking, um, like, cutscenes. And so they, uh, something kind of crazy has happened, and it's blown up the internet. And I saw right before the episode that I was like, I'm not alone. Um, but... There is this um, element, the big part of the game is this, like, thing that, like, uh, is a, you know, a thing that's being harvested from the earth by this company, and the the thing is spelled M-A-K-O. How would you guys pronounce that word? I can't give this Yeah, answer. you don't weigh in, because you, you saw the thread, but, John, a- what, M-A-K-O? what would you M-A-K-O? Yeah, if you were just reading that. Like, Mako? Mako? Okay. Well, as a kid, for whatever reason, I decided it was Mako. And it's been Mako forever in my life. And then, during this game, the characters, now that they're talking, they say it, and it's Mako. And Mm. I thought, oh, duh, I guess I should have read that as Mako. But I've talked to quite a few people who have said that this is like disrupted their childhood. (laughs) The fact that (laughs) they called it Mako for their entire life, and then 
Square Enix has decided, mm, we're going to call it Mako. <laughs> mm. um, so, one, I just wanted to mention that I'm playing Final Fantasy VII. It's dope. And shout out to the Mako folk out there. But has that ever happened? Like, let's say uh, Harry Potter. You're reading Harry Potter. The first time you read the word Hermione, did you happen to say it maybe Hermione? And then you go to watch the movie for the first time, and they're like, Hermione. And you're like, who's that? What character from the book is, whoa. That's how you say that? I said it wrong the whole time. Has that ever happened to you guys? I haven't quite had that happen, number one, because I have very... Well, I I enjoy uh, listening, or or I enjoy reading books, but I listen to them. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. however they are read is how they become in my – or is like how they're shaped in my brain. Right. But a, a similar-esque thing happened with the way like, – like like the way I built a character in my brain with Ready Player One. And then when they showed it on the screen, I was like, ooh, that's, yeah. that's that shattered my world. Yeah. I have the same thing on of shattering my world when – and it's a rule where I won't even do it anymore. I'll listen to something, a podcast – um, a an audio book, and have you ever like listened to someone for let's say Dan Carlin? You listen to twenty four mm. hours worth of World right. War One podcast, and then right. you look up what he looks like, and he doesn't look like what you thought he looked like. <laughs> yes, it's the oh, best. No. Oh, oh my gosh! It. I just looked up Dan Carlin. He's I hate not, it. I hate it. I can't I've not looked him up. I've not looked him up. I don't. Want I can't to. anything like that. Audio books like the and so, or, so take Stormlight where um. One of the best books I've ever read, Stormlight Archive by Brandon Sanderson. Anyways, shout we talked out, about that already. Uh, where they, similarly, they, they pronounce their names because it's an audiobook, And I'm glad they did because I would have said a lot of those names wrong just reading them. But then I see character sketches of the characters and I'm like, mm, I don't like that. That's not how yeah. they look in my head. That's what me on the, when I see the covers come out for any of his books. I'm yeah. Like, Which character is that getting ruined? <laughs> yeah. So I, feel I would like, also say even especially the the sound of a character it can either be from an audiobook or if you're reading a book you just like you hear it in a certain way like this character looks and sounds like this and then you go yeah. see the movie and you're like no that's not it you know what I mean um yeah anyways that's just that happened with Final Fantasy 7 when all they were like we got it. They're they're harvesting all the Mako energy and I was like Mako what's that <laughs> just like oh. put a controller down and then I thought, I was wall. like, well, that's, I hate that. But then I was like, well, I guess I should have, I mean, I probably should have pronounced it right. But then I've been seeing so many people talking about how for their whole life they were pronouncing it for whatever reason, Mako. And Mako sounds much more evil villainy corporation than Mako. Well, it, what's, what's funny and what Scott was kind of referencing with me and why I couldn't say it was I had two friends who, like, they worked together every single day, but somehow had missed each other's tweets or whatever. And they they tweeted almost the identical tweet about like exactly what Scott just said of like I've been calling it this my whole life, but it's actually this. And so it's funny that I never played the game, so I was just like, yeah, I want to be a part, but I didn't know what was going on. So Scott has brought <laughs> well, now you know though. Now I've, now I've now I've looped you in. So mm. Mm. well, anything else, boys? Shall That's we? All I got. That's all I got. Wrap this up. Thanks, yeah, everyone, the... for listening. Um, this will wrap up our Decade in Review season. Stay tuned for what's coming up next. As we mentioned, we'll be dropping some uh, Patreon-exclusive content in our next episode. 
mm-hmm. just to give you a little taste of what's happening over there in a little show we call The Break Room. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter at We Used to Podcast. You can email us at fans at we used to work together.com. Be sure to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash work together. And wherever you listen, be sure to drop that five star rating. We love you. This is the end of the season. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Don't know why I did that. <laughs>